BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast. I am your host, Kenzie Elizabeth. And today we are, we're recording. And by we, I mean, I am. I am recording potentially the best episode we have ever seen here at the I Love You So Much podcast. I am doing a solo episode. It is essentially the breakup Bible. This title actually came from a conversation that I had with Lauren Elizabeth. We were in New York and we were just talking. We had both gone through breakups pretty like actually a week apart within the past like two years. And so we would always talk about it together. And I said, just off the cuff, I was like, genuinely my breakup was the best thing to ever happen to me, literally ever. And we laughed and it was funny. And I didn't mean that as like a dig at any of my ex-boyfriends, but my breakup that I thought was the most heartbreaking thing of the time ended up being the absolute best thing for me. So we're talking about that today. We're talking about breakups actual breakup tips that did something for me and really helped me things that I had to figure out within myself. And then, uh, you know, my favorite topic, which is living your absolute best single life in your twenties. I have been living for this. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. If you're going through a breakup, we're going to talk about it being sad. I'm not trying to deny or undermine your feelings, but we're going to go through this. I've held off on even talking about this for a while, but like, this isn't about anyone that I've dated. This is about me and my experience. This is not a dig at anyone that I've dated. I've dated many boys throughout my life and every single breakup has always been a good thing. I can't think of a single breakup that I've been through or that I've seen anyone else go through that didn't end up being a good thing. They literally always end up being good. Even if those people are actually meant to be and they get back together years down the road, which by the way, we're not holding out hope for that. We don't want to think that way. Breakups are always a good thing. I think that that is something that needs to be normalized. We need to talk about this more. So anyways, I think this is going to be the best breakup episode anyone has ever heard. It is inspiring. It is life-changing even, okay? So buckle up, people. But before we get into that episode, I want to do a little housekeeping. If you guys purchased from the recent Breadwinning Housewife Country Club drop, thank you so much. I love you all dearly. You are absolutely incredible. If you guys haven't already, we have another drop. We had some pink and sand crew necks, if you will. Then we had a nice little quarter zip and matching sweatpants, all Bromany Housewife, baseball cap. We also had a little coffee tumbler that I use every single day. I think you guys will really love this stuff. I will have it linked below. 
Thank you all to everyone who has shopped it. I love you guys so much. We've been working really hard on more stuff that is coming and you guys are going to die at our summer and winter drops. Like you have not seen anything, but we will not have a drop for another couple months. So you guys want to make sure you're getting this stuff because it will not be available forever. All right. So anyways, back to breakups. All right. This isn't necessarily just about one breakup in particular. It's not even about the breakup. I think as you go through a breakup, you tend to naturally make it about your ex when at the end of the day, this breakup needs to be about you. So don't be focused on them. The breakup is about you. Okay. So again, all respect to my every ex that I've had. We were not meant to be. I hope they're happier too. I'm sure they are. But again, this isn't about them. It's about me. So let me live. Thank you. Again, breakups are always a good thing. Literally always a breakup is a chance for change and growth. I've said this so many times, but you will grow so much from this that you will not even want to be with the person that broke your heart to begin with. I promise you. I think even the point kind of behind the title is that this is such a cliche. It's very cheesy. And someone in my life that I love is older and married and more of like a mentor figure kept saying this to me. And she was like, rejection is redirection or God's protection, whatever works for you. I think in my case, it was both. Rejection is the worst feeling in the world, but it is, I truly believe the best thing for you. I'm more grateful for the things that didn't work out for me than the things that did. You know, we're going to kick off this episode with a bit of positivity, if you will. I am going to start off by listing all of the things that have come into my life since I've become single. Just so everyone knows, I wrote this as a joke, but I, I, I genuinely did write down Casamigos tequila and a lot more ranch waters. I was kidding, even though that is partly true, you know, but I also live in Texas. So, oh, you know what? I want to make the picture for y'all. I'm sorry that my voice is raspy. I really don't know what's up with that, but I'm currently drinking throat coat tea. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you can see the mug um, out of a Texas mug. So cute, which by the way, Every podcast episode that we post is also available on the I Love You So Much YouTube channel. If you guys want to watch on your TVs, I watch podcasts on TV all the time. And then I have my sweet tea from McAllister. So this is a very Kinsey setup, if you will. I also look like I'm about to go ride horses. If you see the YouTube video, then you know. I'm actually not today, but I have been recently. Back to my list. Things that have come into my life or gotten better since I've become single. Literally every single friendship or relationship of mine has improved. I've had a drastically improved social life. Naturally, when you're in a relationship, you're with that person. You don't invest as much in your social life. And my social life has genuinely never been better. I have had more fun in my life than I have ever had. The past year even specifically has been so much fun. I have the best relationship with myself that I've ever had, which by far is what I'm the happiest about and the most proud of. I have made more money than I ever have. I've also been able to keep a lot more of the money than I ever have. I leaned into breadwinning housewife and another business venture that is coming to life soon. I've had so much travel and friendships built, even with people that don't live here. I spent so much time in New York and I feel like I travel all the time. I've been off for like a month and it's been so refreshing, but I travel all the time and I don't think I would want to leave 24 seven if I had a boyfriend here, you know? So many concerts, life in Dallas, the best it's ever been. I've read over 160 books at this point, probably more than that because I haven't counted all of them. And, you know, most importantly, I sleep with so much peace on my pillow. I go to bed and I wake up at ease, at peace. I'm not stressed. I'm not thinking about anyone else. I'm not looking to see if I need to text someone back. No, I sleep with so much peace on my pillow. And again, I want to say, I know one day I'll meet someone and I will be happier with them 
and you know, whatever. I, clearly, I just haven't met that person yet. So I'm not like, you know, shitting on everyone who's in a relationship. But I just personally sleep with so much peace on my pillow. I'm not at this point willing to give that up. Also, I know myself better than I ever have. I've had a year. Yeah, a year pretty much fully being single almost. And I, I've never grown more in a shorter period of time than I have in the past year. I feel like, you know, I've had some ups and downs as we know, and we've heard about on this podcast, but I feel like I know myself better than I ever have before. I feel like I lost myself a ton specifically in a longer relationship that I had in my earlier twenties. And there were other factors. It wasn't just the relationship, but I did do that. And that is on me. And having this time to be single and only focus on myself has been like the best thing that ever happened to me. When they say being single is a gift, they're not kidding guys. All right. So that's just like a few things that I've listed off that have made my life so much better. There are so many things that have improved my life. Like so many things. It has been genuinely the best year, year and a half of my life. And I have been single to thank for a lot of it. I will be honest. All right, y'all, in all seriousness, something that has really helped me throughout my breakups has been therapy. I go every single Thursday at one. As I've gotten older and as I have just realized, realizing things, as Kylie Jenner would say, therapy has really helped me just kind of unpack childhood stuff, kind of deal with the uncertainties of my 20s, breakups. I mean, you name it, it has helped me. And that is why I'm so proud and honored that BetterHelp is a sponsor of the podcast. So if you guys have something that is interfering with your happiness or something that is preventing you from achieving your goals, you guys should go to BetterHelp, all right? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you are able to connect in a safe and private online environment and it's so convenient and you are able to start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. You are able to send a message to your counselor at any time and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. And you don't have to wait in an uncomfortable waiting room. You can do this from the comfort of your own home. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. The service is available for clients worldwide. You are able to find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to counselors located near you. They have licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. Anything you share is confidential, it is convenient, it is professional, and it is affordable. I want you all to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Kinsey. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their own mental health. Again, that is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Kinsey. Hey, this is Alexis Haynes. Join me every Monday for a new episode of my podcast, Recovering From Reality. Whether you're on the road to recovery, seeking self-care techniques for surviving the capitalist machine, or just need a moment to remember that you're not alone in your loneliness, I'm here to deliver intimate conversations and expert insights to empower you on the road towards authentic wellness. So are you ready to recover from reality? All right, going into breakups. Breakups suck. They're the worst thing in the world. It actually feels like a death. You wake up with that pit in your stomach. You're anxious. You're sad. You hear your friends talking about them. You hear, I mean, if you're in the same social circle, you see them. You see their social media. Like, it's painful. It really is hard, even if you're the one who broke up with them, or you don't want to be with them, or you just know it's not right for you. 
regardless, breakups are really hard because it's just, it's ending a relationship that you had in something that you were used to and it was in your norm. And it is really, really hard. I have dated absolute idiots and I have been the absolute idiot. I am sharing this stuff with you guys today. For the love of God, like just please learn from my mistakes. I have had guys steal from me. I have had guys treat me horribly, like live off me and then just turn around and be the utmost disrespectful that you could possibly be. And I have also been the idiot. I have been the one to break up with someone over text because I had already broken up with them seven times before and it's kept going back to them. That was the only way. Like I dated idiots. I've been the idiot. Like just please learn from my mistakes in this. All right. I'm by no means an expert at relationships, but I have had my fair share of breakups. And I think in the past year, I've just learned so much that if there's anything I can offer you, at least it's like some level of hope that life will just get a lot better. Also, I will say, if you have a steady stream of anxiety going into the relationship, I would be very, very careful. I think deep down when we like are grounded or aligned with ourselves, and I do believe that deep down, we know whether something is good or bad. It's hard too, because I do think I have anxiety in general. So it's hard for me to like, differentiate if it's anxiety from me or if it's anxiety about something like just not being good for me. But I have just lost so much of myself in relationships that I should have never been in in the first place. I have dated people so many times that I should have just stayed friends with people that like from the very beginning, I was like, I would never date them. And if I was in a normal place and not spending so much time with them and then getting catching feelings and like, you know, emotions getting involved, I would have never dated them in my right mind. But because I let myself get into a position where I was more vulnerable and spending more time with them and naturally feelings developed over time, the longer we ignore ourselves, I think the harder it is to hear ourselves. So eventually we end up like gaslighting ourselves. And then we end up in these relationships that we should have never been in in the first place. And that's my experience for honestly, I would say with probably at least 60, 70% of the guys that I've dated, it has been people that I should have never been with to begin with at all. And I just, I did it anyways. So I could have saved myself a lot of heartache and a lot of problems down the road had I listened to myself from the very beginning, which is something I'm really like trying to do more of. There's also this quote that I wrote down from TikTok. It's Heal with Darlene on TikTok. She has a lot of like breakup TikToks that were really helpful and good. But this is something I was also recently saying to my little sister and something I tell all of my friends all the time, only because I have learned through experience. I'm not saying I, I think I've done this every time. And I don't, I'm going to share the quote before I get into this, okay? Do not be surprised if you got dumped by someone you should have dumped 100 times. If your bar is higher, they will see themselves out. It is just the way it works. We have got to, as people, I think this is the girl and guy problem. We have to stop dating down and dating people who, we either don't align with or not in a way that like you were better or they are worse, but they just, you, you don't have the same wants in life. They're not maybe at your level. You just deserve more at the end of the day. And I think for whatever reason, we think it's a lot easier to date down because surely they won't leave or it's like a comfort thing or maybe dating someone maybe more up to par or, but really like lives up to your standards is scary for whatever reason. But again, they will see themselves out. If the, your bar is higher, they see themselves out. It is just the way it works. The amount of friends I have had, even just in the past few months, that they get their heart broken dating guys who are literally absolute losers and rude 
it's crazy. But again, do not be surprised if you get dumped by someone you should have dumped a hundred times. I have done this. This has happened to me. I think it's really obvious and easy on the outside looking in, but when you're in that position, it is so much more difficult to actually break up with someone. But I did want to share that because I don't know. I, I hate to say it because it makes me, it sounds like I'm being almost like conceited as in like, we're better than every guy we've dated. And that, that isn't the case at all. That's not even what I mean. But I do think I have a habit personally of dating guys, not every guy that I've dated by any means, but dating guys who like literally don't even have jobs or have nothing really actually going for them or all talk or their bar is lower, let's say. And then I end up getting hurt because I am dating someone that again, I should have never dated in the beginning or in the first place. And they are not living life in a way that would ever even align with me in a relationship. So like, why would I ever think it would work out? You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of us do that guys and girls. I think we ought to make ourselves date smaller or we make ourselves smaller because dating someone below our needs almost seems comfortable when really it just hurts us in the end. So dating down, honestly, again, it sounds harsh, is not helpful. Eventually you will get hurt by it. So I think we're going to talk about standards and like holding out later on, but just some food for thought. Again, not every guy I've dated, it's been this case at all, but I feel like we've all done that at some point. All right, whatever. I don't care. I like so censor myself way too much because I'm afraid I'm going to sound a certain way, but like, whatever, I'm losing my personality, you know, whatever. Okay. So here are my unconventional breakup tips that actually helped me. Number one, and this is, by the way, this is after you've given yourself time to be sad. I think it's, like I said, it sucks. You're going to wake up with the anxiety pit in your stomach. You're going to be really sad. You're going to cry. You're going to see them. It's going to suck, but you can't live there. Jessa Hastings said this once, and it is something that has always stuck with me. She says, heartbreak is somewhere that you go and you pitch a tent. It is not somewhere that you build a house. So give yourself some time to be really sad. And at some point you have to pick yourself back up. All right. So we're going to talk about when you're more in the like picking yourself back up phase. There is also an entire other podcast that I recorded titled Breakup Bootcamp with Amy. I want to say like the fall of 2020. And she has a book that's all about the science of breakups. It was the most helpful book ever. If I'm ever going through something or confused about something, I just need to read the book so that I have like some sort of understanding about it. But I will tell you right now, that book and that episode, if you are in the midst of a breakup right this very second, definitely listen to it after you finish this episode because it is so helpful. Like she has helped me so much in the past year and a half of my life. I cannot recommend it enough. All right, so the first tip is not listening to sad breakup music. I know that's what everyone loves to do. I love Taylor Swift, one of my faves. I say this because every breakup that I have sat around and listened to sad music all the time, it only reminds you of that and only makes you think of it more and makes it a bigger thing in your head. And it just makes it worse for me. So it's not that I'm not processing emotion, like I am dealing with it, but listening to sad breakup music constantly when you're going through a breakup is basically just like asking to cry and be sad 24 seven. And I just, it's not good for me. So it's something that I've actually stopped doing as I've gotten older, the only song that you're allowed to listen to is Miss Me More by Kelsey Ballerini. If you need a breakup anthem, I'm telling you, this is the song. We saw her perform this live at Dos Equis with the Jonas Brothers, and it was the best moment of my life, literally, ever. Like, actually, just ever was. The next thing is reading. I know this sounds weird, but think about it late at night when you're sitting there, you're sad, you're feeling lonely, you miss them, you're sitting there making all of these stories or daydreaming or 
just spiraling and thinking about the breakup, about what's happened, about what they're doing now, whatever it is. Reading really helps that. TV doesn't really help that much to me because I can watch TV and then I'll end up on my phone and I'm still thinking. When I'm reading, I'm actually like really focusing in on the book. So that's something I started doing probably within the past two years during breakups. And it's really, really helped. Also, you get smarter and hot girls read. And if you guys need a book rack, we have um, our own book club in the Geneva app. So go to our Geneva home, find the book club room and join. All right. The other thing that's really helped me is not just absolutely hating my ex and actually using it as a time to work on my own issues. Now, listen, I am not going to say I'm an absolute saint. I've never had a negative feeling towards an ex. I have had people just really, really severely mistreat me. And I've also mistreated people. Like I, I've, I've been on both ends, but I just don't think that absolutely hating my ex has ever done anything good for me. And again, it's making the breakup about that person when the breakup needs to be about you. Even if they're hundred percent the wrong, you are hundred percent the right. All right. Even then I think there's always a chance for growth and making the breakup about them. It's not going to do any good for you. So it's not absolutely hating my ex. Also, I don't want the negative energy. I don't really like having problems with people. I don't hate any of my exes. I don't necessarily like want to hang out with them, but I just, it just hasn't done anything good for me. And also I can look and recognize even people who did end up treating me horrible or we ended up having a really bad falling out or whatever it is. Like there were good points in that relationship, like obviously, or else I wouldn't have been with them. So I think just again, not focusing on hating your ex, that doesn't do anything good for you, right? At this point in my life, I would prefer to do quite literally everything from home. I like staying in and cooking a meal over going out. I like staying in and reading. I like staying in and watching Macy's like live show instead of going out and shopping. I mean, I, I just want to be home. I want to be comfortable and I don't want to deal with the lines everywhere. It just stresses me out. All right. That is why I have been loving tuning in to lifestyle at Macy's.com slash Macy's live for inspo and insights on how to make the latest trends work for you and find new twists on your go-to favorites. You guys are able to join Macy's every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. for Macy's Live, hosted by top fashion and beauty experts and influencers who will be covering everything you need to express your personal style. You can also check out live beauty at macy's.com slash macy's lives for insider tips on new beauty releases, how-tos, and must-have products that your routine needs now. That is macy's.com slash macy's live. So again, that is macy's.com slash macy's live every Tuesday and Thursday at 4 p.m. Starting a gratitude journal in the morning when you wake up with that pit. This is something I had no idea was going to be so helpful. I had always heard of gratitude journals. I thought, yeah, that's great to like say things that you're grateful for. It really does rewire your brain though. Having some sort of gratitude journal and I would sit there and I'd have to really get detailed and think about things that I'm grateful for really helped when you wake up with that anxious pit. That's like quite literally the worst feeling in the world. Another thing, muting people. I mean, I think muting your ex is really important. Mute, unfollow, whatever you have to do. It's normal. Like you don't want to be sitting there. I don't think it's petty. Like if you're sitting there having a good day and all of a sudden like your ex-boyfriend's post comes up and then it kind of ruins your mood. Like kind of, it's, you know, it's like kills the vibe. You don't want that. And you can control that, mute them. I have most people muted at this point. Like if you're never ever in my life again, I mean, unfollow. But yeah, I just think that muting your ex is like a healthy thing to do. I don't think it's petty. And this also goes for people that remind you about the breakup. We had a couple friends or even just friends before that just like 
for whatever reason, seeing their post like upset me or bothered me. Like I remember one time I was dating this guy, we were on a break and then we were, we ended up breaking up obviously, but this is while we were on the break and we hadn't really told anyone. And I, w- I was living in Texas at this point and I got a text from one of these people, these friends. And she was like, oh my God, I saw you're working under roof, like so cute. And it was like the most random text you could ever get. And I was like, uh-huh, like knowing that she's trying to like dig and get details. And she's like, oh, like, why isn't like your ex insert his name? And I was like, it was just so gross. And also I was already just like so upset about what was going on. And then to like have people prying and being rude, which listen, we all pry, we're all nosy. I would just never text someone that. But anyways, those people ultimately continued throughout time to prove themselves as like people that, you know, just weren't like, we're no longer like my best friends. And I have them muted. And I muted them at the time because I didn't want to keep thinking about all the stories and everything to do with my ex-boyfriend. And that was also like a really helpful thing. Looking within myself. Again, the breakup is about me. It is not about the boys that I've dated, but I had to really sit down and take inventory when I realized that I just kept dating people who like literally didn't have jobs. Like it is so embarrassing. I have no idea what I was doing. And also just like, I don't think poorly of myself. I I wasn't thinking that like, this is all I could get, but I was letting myself get to a point where I was getting emotionally attached to these people. And then I was dating them. So it wasn't like if I were to see this person, let's say on like a dating app or like get introduced to someone by them, whatever, I would be like, oh my God, I have to date them. I was just slowly putting myself in a position where I would get emotionally attached. Even after I decided when I first met them that they are never someone that I should date. Slowly but surely, I would end up dating guys who like didn't have jobs, guys who were emotionally distant, guys who were just takers and made it all about themselves. And I think it was easier for me to be in relationships that were all about the other person than it was to open up or like be vulnerable with that person because I was fearful of being vulnerable. I was scared. I wasn't comfortable. And I think within a lot of the stuff, I just made excuses, but I I do think I had a part, I mean, I I know I 100% had a part to play in who I was picking when I was dating. I think a lot of it was out of comfort. I think a lot of it was because it was easy. It was right there. And then also because for whatever reason, I was afraid of opening up and dealing with my own problems. So I kept dating guys who had so many issues and made everything about themselves. And that's kind of what I was looking for, to be honest with you, because I didn't want anything to be about me because I didn't, not anything, but I didn't want it to be about me because I didn't want to open up. It was a lot easier for me to give and give and give and make it about them. Maybe some from some weird sense of like control, but also just like out of fear of vulnerability, out of fear of like actually opening up to someone and them actually kind of it being a bigger thing than it was. I don't know. So I had to sit down and like, I was by no means the victim in that situation. I kept choosing guys who, again, no jobs, emotionally distant, made it all about themselves, whatever it was. And again, there's also really great qualities of even the worst guys that I've dated. I mean, in my opinion, obviously I dated them for a reason, but I did have to sit down and think like, why am I doing this to myself? And also why am I treating myself like I am worth literally nothing by getting into relationships with these people? Another thing that really helped me when I was trying to figure out my issues and my part that I played in these relationships was looking into attachment theory this makes things make so much sense. The Breakup Bootcamp book and the episode, we talk about it a lot. And it's like, again, the science of rewiring your brain. I am an anxious, attached person. And typically 
when you're anxious attached, you go for avoidant attached, which it's like such a bad, 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 bad mix because basically you harp on everything that the other person hates and all of their fears and all their anxieties. So the goal is to become securely attached. And I was definitely anxious attached in, I would say almost every relationship that I've had, which is interesting because I'm not, I'm actually the opposite in friendships, but yeah, that was a big thing for me to learn and really helpful. Another thing that I think is important that we've all been there, like you have to not live off a wish. Do not think, well, maybe we'll get back together down the line. Even if like, let's say you are the couple that does get back together and it works out later on. I don't think that that is helpful on the time because I think the couples that get back together later on and the ones that I've at least seen have success, those are always the ones who break up, they go do their own thing, they live their own life, and later on they find their way back to each other. And it works out then because the reasons that they broke up, they both individually worked on during that time. I don't think working on that and making the breakup again about them where you're sitting there like, oh, I want to fix this so I can be with them. Or like maybe, I just don't think you're ever able to fully grow to the amount that you could or even get to the point where you should be in order to get back into that relationship. I just think that living off the wish and thinking maybe we'll get back together in the back of your head and really acting on that, I think is really harmful. You're basically just like living off of a lie and operating like you're still together. And at the end of the day, all you have is you. You are single, act like it. Like don't make it about the other person. Another thing, vision boarding and creating a life that I want I think about this all the time, but even just goals I set a year ago or things that I was talking about with friends or again, like actual vision boards that I was making. It's so crazy how it'll just happen and you realize it later on. I think specifically, I was looking for really close girlfriends that we would travel together and do things with. And now I have that again. And I didn't have that, you know, a year and a half ago. And just things like that and creating an actual life that I want and being true to myself and not holding myself to who I was in a relationship or what I thought I wanted at that point, because it's going to change and allowing myself again to change. I recorded a solo episode about this probably like two weeks ago of just changing my mind, like every single aspect of my life. And I think it just, I don't know, it's, this is like a blank page, basically. Like you are able to start fresh and start new again, cliche, but there is so many good things that will come out of a breakup. As life has picked up again and we've gotten busier, I've been spending a lot more time traveling and sitting at airports, very bored. I have been playing Switchcraft, which has been so fun. I love a good match three game. I love a game that's free to download. I love a good storytelling adventure, as we know. I love a good mystery. I grew up on Nancy Drew books, so that says anything about me, you know? Okay, I feel like most match three games are missing something. They're missing that kind of compelling TV-worthy story that keeps you on the edge of your seat and ultimately is kind of what keeps me hooked. Match their games can be a lot of fun, but it seems like most of them are the same. The themes and characters change, but overall, it is the same boring format until now. Switchcraft is a brand new take on Match 3 games. As you play, you unlock pieces of a beautiful, magical, and gripping graphic novel. Switchcraft is a mobile game with a unique blend of TV-worthy writing, choose-your-own-adventure-style narrative, and thousands of magical Match 3 levels. The best part is that there are literally thousands of levels to play, so you will never get bored. It all starts with the disappearance of your best friend. Now it is up to you to unravel the mystery of her disappearance using your magical match three skills. Along the way, you'll find unique characters, a gripping story, and even a little romance. The best part is that your choices in the game determine the outcome of your story, so you are in the driver's seat. 
Download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. Again, that is Switchcraft and it is free to download. Living your best single life. I could do another hour on this topic, but I mean, there's so many good things about being single. I've already listed off a bunch of the things that I've talked about, but you are able to do whatever you want whenever you want. I will never have the amount of time, freedom, or money to spend solely on myself with no other responsibilities. I make my decisions on my own. I make my schedule on my own. I get to do everything on my own. And you get to learn how to be your own best friend, take yourself on dates, read, pick up hobbies. You will probably never have this amount of freedom ever again. Being single, it's a gift, all right? It is literally, as I said, the best thing that ever happened to me. But there is so much you can do, make new friends, go out and experience life. I think, you know, your post-breakup glow up is a real thing, right? You get hot. I mean, it's actually an incredible thing, but make even literally a vision board of what you want your single life to look like. It could look different. Like I, I love riding horses. I love going out with my friends. I love going out for drinks. I love dinners. I love traveling. Like it's probably going to look different for you than it does for me. You will most likely never, ever have this amount of freedom ever again. As time goes on, even if you choose to not get married and you choose to not have kids, your career will probably grow and you'll have more responsibilities there. As things get older and a lot of y'all will become like homeowners, you know, that's more responsibility. With most likely where you're at at this point in your life, you have the least amount of responsibility that you will have for the remainder of it. And that is not something to take for granted. My friends and I, I keep saying we need to do as many girls trips as possible because we're all single right now. And we're honestly, it's kind of like a ticking time bomb. It's only a matter of time before we meet people, we start dating again, we're busy, so-and-so's getting married, there's bachelorettes, like whatever it is. And at this point, I'm like, I'm living my best single life. I have no interest in dating unless I meet the absolute love of my life, which like, who knows when that will happen. But again, you have the most amount of freedom you will probably ever have. And now is the time to just live it up, truly. I'm, that's my pet talk for your single life. You can do literally whatever you wanna do. You will not be single, most likely, for the rest of your life. In the grand scheme of your, what's the average life expectancy, like 70 to 80 or something? I don't know, maybe like, hopefully not less than that. Your time of being single is most likely a lot shorter than your time of being married or in a relationship. Hopefully, I'm speaking like, you know, in faith, if you will. But I think that this is a time to really use to your advantage, use to your benefit, grow, become your own best friend, become as independent as you possibly can be in a healthy way. It's just like, you're not going to get this time back. And it's probably a really short period of time in the grand scheme of things. So enjoy it while you can. And most of all, I will say, do not settle. Do not be with someone who doesn't enhance your life. You need to be with someone who makes your already incredible life even more incredible. And that is what I say to myself all the time and vice versa. Okay. Relationships should make everything better, not worse. And they should bring out the absolute best in you. I dated a guy and he brought out the absolute best in me. Parts of me that I forgot even existed. And I think that was actually a really helpful thing because I had dated someone that I felt like we just really brought out the absolute worst in each other. And then I dated another guy and we were definitely not like the right fit. But I will say he brought out so many good things in me. And it just made me remember like, oh, a relationship can be this. It can be better. Not to say that was not like my person, but it changed my perspective on a lot of things. And it really helped me like loosen up and be myself again. And I just think that your relationship should bring out the best in you. 
Also, if you feel like you've settled, it is never too late ever. All right. If your biggest fear is being alone and not really about losing the person for who they are and what they add to your life, you can get out now. Remember your worth, make your life alone so good that you wouldn't even consider settling because you'd have to give up so much of what you built. That is my problem right now is that my life is so good that I'm like, I don't even know how I would meet a guy that would even add to this. I feel like they would only take away. And then the second that I meet someone that I think will actually add to my life is when I'll date again. But I don't feel that way. And maybe I'm, again, I'm not a relationship expert. So maybe that's horrible advice, but I just will not settle. I've done it before and I I refuse to do it. Who you end up with and marry is the biggest decision you'll ever make. And it's going to affect everything forever. And I want to have a really healthy marriage. I want to be so in love. Like I will wait for that over settling in my 20s because I'm afraid of being single. But here's the thing. When you make your single life fun, you won't be afraid of being single anymore because it's fun. Actually, I don't want to say that because I know there's a lot of stigma around 30s and whatever. I think you can still be afraid of being single. I did that back. But I just want to say, I think you're less likely to settle when you really like your life on your own. I'm in a place where I genuinely cannot even imagine having feelings for someone just because I I feel like I just want more than, maybe it's the guys my age. I feel like I'm 24, like guys mature later. Guys that I'm around, I don't know. I just, I want a lot more. I want a really healthy relationship. I, I know what I want now. So I will continue to live my life and eventually I'm sure I'll meet that person. But until then, I'm going to continue having the absolute time of my life because you do not need a partner for that. Take it from me. I have been in relationships that even were healthy at at certain times. And I am so much happier on this side of it. If you're going through a breakup, I'm so sorry. It is so painful and horrible, but it will get better. And utilize it. Use it to your advantage. Use being single to your advantage. It really is one of the best things in the world. Like we need to reframe this. You do not have to have a partner. I get asked this all the time. I have friends who like try to pressure me into dating and like think I'm weird for not dating, which to be fair, I could be more open to it, but I'm just happy. I love being alone. I love being single and it is the most empowered and confident I've ever felt. And I have the best relationship with myself and with those around me. And again, when I meet someone who makes my already great life even better, then that will be a different conversation. But I haven't met them, so not anytime soon. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Learn from my mistakes. Again, this is not about the boys that I've dated. A lot of them are great. Honestly, they're all great in their own ways. It's just like certain people are not meant for each other. These breakups are about me and the mistakes I've made and how I can grow in the ways that I've made my life so much better since. It's not shitting on them at all. We just didn't work out. Like we're not meant to be. But anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I love y'all so much. If you guys haven't already, be sure to check out the Breadwinning Housewife merch. It's all linked below. Join our Geneva home. Watch us on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. All that stuff. But I love you guys so much. And I will talk to you next Thursday. Bye.